top. Would you say you and Aang have a rocky relationship? So I learned something really disturbing that I wish <laughs> I didn't learn, honestly, in my hunt for fun facts, since I am the designated fun factor of this podcast. What could be disturbing in a fun fact search? So, and this was, I should have brought this up last week because it was involved in my research for uh, the Warriors of Kyoshi, but it is confirmed that the creators of Avatar have an inside joke that <laughs> Suki and Foaming Mouth Guy have dated. Whoa. Wait, <laughs> what? No way. That's, oh, that's like an inside joke. It's an inside them. joke that Foaming Mouth Guy is Suki's ex-boyfriend. I mean, assuming that since like the creators of this world should have complete canon yeah over but if that's <laughs> or control canon, over the can if canon. that's canon is there like just a foaming mouth guy in each nation or e each village or is it the same foaming mouth guy <laughs> that we see like later well i don't i don't remember where we see him later i'm pretty sure we see him again right or is he not a recurring character i don't know we should look that up well i guess we'll just be surprised so we looked it up, and uh, yeah, he does appear in another episode. So yeah, he is re reoccurring. Which I guess we can talk more when we get to that episode, but it does make sense because geographically it's a location that is connected to Kyoshi Island in a way when we see mm. him again. Um, so maybe it's like his long-lost twin brother. I, I hate the idea <laughs> that we're just trying to really fit in this one dumb inside joke from the creator. Well, now I need to know, like... I need to know how Foaming Mouth Guy appears in two episodes. If he's the same Foaming Mouth Guy, if he's related to the, each other, if they're related to each other. And also, um, yeah, why did Suki date him? I mean, spoilers, but how do you think Sokka would react to this? Oh, man. I mean, he not spoilers. We know. It's very, <laughs> what, what am I saying? They kissed. They do end up together later. <sighs> yeah, Sokka would not be happy, man. I, I just can't get over it. I can't. I can. I can very easily get over. I don't want to picture that. <laughs> Why is it a joke? Oh, I don't know. Welcome to Rocky Relationship in Avatar: The Last Airbender podcast. I am your host, Aaron. You're not the host. Oh, sorry. I I, I haven't done it. I haven't been you the haven't first person. It. It's just been say you. I'm Aaron. I am the I am the co-host. Just Aaron. say I'm Aaron. Oh. Okay. I'm Aaron. I'm Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are here discussing the Kingdom of Omashu. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's not my job to memorize the name of the episode. It's chapter five. Chapter five. The King of Omashu. The King of Omashu. I was it's not close. a kingdom. It's a city. Wait a minute. So you're saying a king doesn't preside over a kingdom? His kingdom is just this one city. I don't know why this city has a king. Yeah, there's no... It's well, a little weird. There, no, there's the Earth the earth king yeah but that's of the whole earth nation i guess we don't really understand the geopolitical struggle and uh landscape of the avatar world. well i guess okay i guess see it like this um like there's a northern water tribe but they're obviously a part of the water nation but there's like a northern tribe leader and right then there's probably a southern tribe leader which is which is uh Sokka and i mean Tar's dad you could say i guess king boomy is probably like a he's probably a, like a, a governor lord, a governor yeah, yeah. But he just calls Cheers himself king. To the governor. <laughs> <laughs> but he just probably calls himself king. <laughs> yeah, because he can. But yeah, this is a fun episode. Th this episode doesn't like propel the story. No, yeah, you know? it's your first kind of break off episode. Yeah, I was I I wanted to say filler, 
But there, I mean, there Boomy, are gr- good moments. There are good moments, Substantial but, moments. but and Boomy comes back later. Like yeah. he's not just like a one-off, yeah. you know, one episode character. So I don't want to say it's a filler episode, but this doesn't really propel our story in any way. Not and and we see a lot of this going forward with season one. We have a lot of these kind of one-off episodes where right. Where Aang just kind of learns a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just learns a nice lesson. Has has some fun. But like he doesn't really come any closer to like doing what he needs to do. But this yeah. actually, uh, we, you could argue that he does come closer in this episode because yeah. we do see him kind of learn what it is he actually. Yeah, needs there to do. there is the moment at the end when they Boomy's talking to him and yeah. telling him his response. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. But r- just overall, this episode, I mean. It was it's a little more goofy. It's more goofy. It's very funny. There's it's a lot really of really good gags yeah. that, we ha- that we noticed. Yeah, it's super funny. I laughed like out loud a lot <laughs> in this episode. It's um, a good episode for yeah. sure. Um, so with that, do you want to get right into it? Yeah, let's see what happens. I solved the question the same way I solved the challenges. As you said a long time ago, I had to open my brain to the possibilities. <laughs> Boomy, you're a mad genius. Oh, Aang, it's good to see you. You haven't changed a bit. Literally. So, we joined the gang at the outskirts of the Earth City Omashu, where Aang used to visit his friend Boomy and hang out. By hanging out, I mean they uh, would. They messed up the mail system of Omashu would, and ruined mail delivery they for all of its property. citizens. <laughs> Aang disguised himself as an old man named Bonzu Pippin Petalopsicopolis, the, the third. third, and was able to trick the guard into letting them into the city. And this is also where we have our first beloved intro of. The cabbage the, the man. The cabbage man. My cabbages. <laughs> My cabbages. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought we would have made a, a Borat joke on, <laughs> on this Avatar podcast? I, I definitely would have thought that. <laughs> In the city, Aang reminisces on time spent in Omashu with Boomy, who always seemed to have a different way of looking at things. In the present, the gang ride the mail system, which is made up of a bunch of chutes and basically looks like a roller coaster. Doing this causes mayhem and destruction of cabbages, and the gang is arrested. Mm. Yeah, not not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> Second time that the cabbages are destroyed yeah, this, this in this, this one episode. <laughs> Aang, Katara, and Sokka are brought to the eccentric king of Omashu, and later the king exposes Aang as the Avatar, imprisoning him and the rest of the group. He tells Aang that he will have to complete three challenges in order to be freed. The next day, the king traps Sokka and Katara in Creeping Crystal, which he will only remove if Aang is successful. This crystal will slowly consume Sokka and Katara over time, so Aang has to work fast. At the first challenge, Aang must retrieve a key hanging in the middle of a treacherous cave with a waterfall flowing over it. After failing to retrieve the key directly by climbing and diving to it, Aang thinks of a more creative solution and airbends a stalagmite from the cave to pin the key against the wall. For the second task, Aang is told to retrieve the king's pet Flopsy, who appears to be guarded by a huge, terrifying monster. However, Aang soon realizes that the beast itself is actually Flopsy, and he wins the challenge. The king is very pleased to find his pet. Daddy wants a kiss from Flopsy! (laughs) 
Finally, for the third task, Aang is forced to choose an opponent for a duel. Thinking he's being clever, Aang chooses the king himself, which proves to be a bad decision. The old and seemingly frail king proves himself to be an earthbending master and a formidable opponent. In a close match, Aang is eventually successful, but rather than freeing his friends, the king gives him one more challenge, to guess his name. Putting together the similarities of each challenge and the way Aang was able to win, Aang realizes that the old king is his old friend Bumi. Bumi releases Sokka and Katara, and the old friends have a touching reunion. Bumi tells Aang that as the Avatar, he has a huge responsibility to defeat the Fire Lord and end the war. The episode ends with the two friends riding on the mail system once again. Doesn't end with them riding off on Appa into the sunset, so I, I eat my words from the last episode. <laughs> yeah. It only took until episode five, though, but they're still riding. Yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that was such a cool scene, like them laughing, having fun yeah, like cute. at the end. It was really touching. I mean, they are technically the same age. Yeah. Or yeah. do we know exactly how old Boomy is? Like, Boomy seemed like close to Aang's age. So yeah, around 12, 13. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So he's well over 100 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess living over 100 is kind of chill yeah, in this world. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know that it's canon. I mean, this is going off topic, but I know that it's canon that the Avatar... Wait, this podcast? Off topic? <laughs> no way. I know that it's canon that the Avatar can live longer than regular right. people um uh, yeah I like know avatar that. roku lived a very long life mm -hmm. um so that's that's well known but i just don't know how normal people live yeah because you know? i mean it's it's a, i mean it's a joke in the show how jacked <laughs> boomy is like what does this 110 year old have what is he doing i get it's the lettuce it's all the lettuce jokes yeah he well this show has a weird thing about buff old men <laughs> is it a weird thing or is it a great thing it's kind of great <laughs> so this episode theme was kind of obvious i mean yeah. they pretty much state it in the episode it's like it's it's thinking outside the box yeah you know um stepping outside of your comfort zone which you is you have kind to see things like uh you have to look closer and not see things as they appear to be pretty much yeah exactly which is kind of funny when it like the whole thinking outside the box thing when <laughs> Like, we're we're not doing well with that regard. We're not thinking outside the box at all. Yeah. Well, you mean, I mean like the like the, the surprise? Like the No, I'm talking about us. Oh. <laughs> I'm, digging, I'm digging at us because we're not thinking outside well, of the box for it. But it's like it's not there's not much to it. No, to this like we said, it's kind of like a filler not a filler episode, but like it's an a one off adventure episode where yeah. he learns a lesson. And the lesson is you you gotta look outside the box. You gotta yeah, step you gotta think of the not easy solution, not the direct way to do things. Yeah, I think the best moment that that was um communicated was during the fight with Boomy. Mm -hmm. And Boomy's egging Aang on, he's like Oh, an airbender evading and escaping. How original. I thought the Avatar was going to have more surprises. Yeah, yeah. so that 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 taunting, that banter really drove home the point that yeah. was later made. And well, it was earlier made in the flashback where Boomy's like, "No, don't think of the mail system as a mail system." Yeah, so <laughs> so let's talk about that. We, you know, we start this episode and um it's again like Aang wanting to just do like a fun activity instead of going yeah. to the like last episode it was riding the the elephant koi. This episode it's riding the mail uh shoot, which I always talk about this if Avatar the Last Airbender was put into a theme park, this would be this a would be bomb a banger ride. 
banger. So good. You you y'all ride the Harry Potter no the the Hagrid bike ride. Yeah, that one. This would be like better. So much better. <laughs> they they could like build an homage. No, I could see this being the kitty ride, but like the really cool one, like the flight yeah. of the hippogriff. So they go into the city, and uh, once again, Ang is re- reminiscing, kind of like how he did with uh Monkeyazzo, and yeah. he's has this flashback to this kind of you know crazy looking kid. Who's mm-hmm. like, you know, you have to look beyond like what they want you to see. <laughs> he looks like he could be a, a kid in Hook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He has this spiky hair. Um, and, you know, it shows them riding the mail system, having lots of fun. And it's another sad you moment. Know, destroying public property. <laughs> it's another kind of sad moment because you're like, wow, this is another guy that's probably dead. And Hang yeah. <laughs> is alone, you know, because that's it's kind of how the, the feeling we got with uh, Gyatso a couple episodes back, right. you know? Yeah. But they ride the ride. They destroy the cabbages. It went on very long. You're talking about the gang now. Yeah, the gang. It went on very long. It was a long sequence, yeah. (laughs) They were just like skiing around the whole roof of every (laughs) single building. They never lost momentum. (laughs) What's funny to me is like halfway through, Aang realized that he could just make it go faster. Yeah, instead of stopping, they've already done like property damage. Instead of stopping it, he makes (laughs) it go faster. So great, Aang. Good job. They destroy the cabbages. The cabbage man is pissed. So, he, so mad. They get arrested and they're brought to this crazy. Well, okay. Can we talk about the cabbage moment though? He was rubbing his face on a cabbage. He like, has to feel the, the tender leaves <laughs> the tender to know leaves. that they're they're ripe. I don't know. Is cabbage a fruit? No, it's vegetable. <laughs> is cabbage <laughs> a fruit? They, he was feeling them to know that they were good, you know? Yeah, he was them, just getting in touch with the, the feeling. His product. <laughs> his product. Um, you know... Um, getting it, high on his own Is supply. it confirmed that the Cabbage Man is the one who goes on to start Cabbage Corp in Legend of Oh, Korra? that's a good question. I, I think it is. I think it is, too. Yeah, I mean, who else would have started it? Yeah, right. So, or, I, or, I, it, so don't feel it, bad. Related. Don't feel bad for the Cabbage Man. He gets shit on a lot this <laughs> series, yeah, but he eventually man, finds success. Do you think the Cabbage Man and his foils is just an allegory for capitalism? <laughs> <laughs> I think the Cabbage <laughs> Man, the Cabbage Man, is the epitome of Scooby Doo, and like. I would have gotten what? away, no, like that line where they're like, I would have gotten away with it too if it oh, wasn't for you yeah. meddling kids and your dog. And it's like, that's like him. He's like, I would have sold my joke. cabbages if it wasn't for you meddling yeah. kids. It's the same joke for sure. But Yeah. Anyways, they get arrested. <laughs> Straight up arrested. Yeah. Um, And they're brought to see this crazy looking king who instead of throwing them in jail right away or like the cabbage man once decapitating them. Yeah, well, was that the, at the end of the episode? No, no, no. That the was... Cabbage Man wants them to decapitate right. them. One head for each head of cabbage. Maybe <laughs> they're children. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This man has lost too much. Cabbage or death. <laughs> yeah. So, but instead of doing that, the king uh, throws a feast for them. <laughs> yeah. How about a feast? <laughs> Throw them a feast. A feast. <laughs> I love Boomy's uh, voice. It's like. Well, we don't know. Uh, yet. I mean, we just sit in the plot summary. What are we doing? <laughs> um, I love the king's voice. Yeah. Well, the voice, the voice acting in the show yeah. just generally is amazing. But, but... The, the laughing, the. <laughs> okay, like never that. do that again. But, oh, come on. <laughs> anyway, so they throw him a feast, and then he, you know, we get our. The coughing. <laughs> oh, yes. Our first, our first cough gag. Why isn't this more widespread? Why isn't this more. Uh, famous so 
when yeah, everyone it. knows the gag of the foaming mouth guy mm-hmm. and the my cabbages, this gag was is so underrated. It's it, very underrated. It caught me by surprise you, each time it happened. Did, did you not notice it before we like just watched it? I probably did, but like, and I I watched this episode three times in in preparation for this week. I watched it once, and I just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and we just watched it la- together, and it was my third time seeing it this week. And it caught me off guard again. I laughed every single time it happened. It's so good. Well, let's, ex- <laughs> let's, let's explain it. So, so uh, yeah. So Boomy's like, or the king is like, uh, where are you from, yeah. young bald one? And then he's <laughs> like, uh, Kangaroo Island. You ever been? It's great. <laughs> Kangaroo Island, eh? I heard that place is pretty hopping. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how it went. <laughs> you just hear a cough after a really bad joke. And that's the thing. Who's coughing? Who, yeah, one. Who like is a soldier? Coughing? Which is hilarious because the soldiers are probably trained to not react to like anything that no, the king does. No, I think. Let, all right, let's let's create this. So, Boomy has to be so bad at jokes, but <laughs> prolific. I I don't think this is his first time making puns because he makes so many puns throughout this entire episode. So the guards have to be one hundred percent of the time used to their king, their boss, making the worst possible puns. So do you think so, the cough is like a reassurance? No, 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 no. I think it's I, just their. I think it's, it's just their general. Reaction. I think it's their. I what I like to think it's it's their inside joke. Oh. <laughs> it's the guards' inside joke where they the just, way they signal to each other. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like they can just, you believe this? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it happens three times in this episode. <laughs> it happens again. Literally in right the, after. In the same scene, the same <laughs> when, joke. When uh, Aang's like, let us leave. No, Katara says it. Is it Katara? I think Katara says One it. of them says, let us leave. And he goes, let us leave? <laughs> <laughs> Last episode two, um, it's just been the start of these like random uh, inside jokes. It's so good. With these characters. With these it, Like I said, it literally made me laugh out at every single time but what also was hilarious in the scene was when um he was exposed to the avatar and ang was like all right well my duty's done checking under the table no firebenders here stay in school don't do drugs don't run with knives see you later everyone (laughs) that was so good (laughs) he really tried to just uh, he he tried to do his like civil civil duty (laughs) But yeah, anyways, on to serious matters. Uh, Aang has to complete three deadly tasks. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, are they deadly? I mean... They're pretty deadly. They're, they're, they're deadly. They're deadly. <laughs> the Flopsy one is I a think good one. probably the most danger he's been in so uh, far. No, no. They Like, he wasn't in that much danger at Kyoshi Island. I feel like Zuko's a threat, but like, he's been able to, you know, manage him yeah. pretty well. This was like... This was a weird situation that he was put in. I mean, well, he was almost drowned in the second episode. Yeah, yeah. By Zuko. Well, anyways, so my point is, is that this is like Saw level, like, not Saw level, <laughs> but it's that thing was like, like, let me put you in a room Wanna and torture you. Yeah. I can definitely see Boomy. Wanna play yeah, a game? Yeah, it's Boomy on a tricycle. Like, I want to play <laughs> <again>. <laughs> um, So he has to... Uh, get this key for Boomy's lunch. Boomy's hungry. They, sorry, the king. <laughs> He's so hungry. He's so. They just hungry. had a feast. Well, this is the day. The after. next day, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he tries to go at this key like through all the obvious angles. He tries yeah. to climb the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> well, did we describe 
We said in the plot. So summary. yeah, it's a cave and there's a huge waterfall like on falling onto and the ski a, that hangs on a And there's a, a ladder chain. that can go up. You can grab the but key, the water's but too water. much, yeah, and Aang's not a waterbender yet, so he's just <laughs> trying to climb a ladder, and it doesn't work out. And then he tries to dive in, and it doesn't work out. Yeah. And then he uses the stalagmite. Yeah. So he approaches it at in a different way, a different way. Of you know, thinking it, about it's it. interesting too because you might think that this challenge maybe was originally designed for an earthbender. So an earthbender, their first instinct is to do what Aang did at the end. So I you know wait, I mean? I'm kind of stuck on this. Do you think Boomy has this challenge set up for like multiple people? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, why wait, else would true. he have he a was ladder? Like, he was like, no one's tried that before. So exactly, yeah. This how is many the first people time. have you tortured using this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a really like rogue kingdom. Does he like, does for common thieves in this kingdom, does he like just put through this test and teach them about like, <laughs> their lives and you know teach them a valuable lesson yeah, and send he, them on their way does he make them do the flopsy test <laughs> <laughs> well so yeah so but, Aang, and they, but they fail and just flopsy gruesome that's how flopsy gruesomely eats. murders everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so he gets the key by approaching it in a different way um which is obviously what boomy wanted and then the second test is the same thing you know he says find my pet flopsy like I'm, i lost him yeah. And then Aang finds like a bunny rabbit. He's like, I found him. And then this beast <laughs> <laughs> appears. And it turns out that the beast was Flopsy all yeah. along. I, I'm I struggle to think exactly how the message of thinking outside the box could relate to the second challenge, other than like Well, don't you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, like, you you're know. Right. You know, he obviously Yeah, immediately thought, Okay, this cute little bunny is flopsy and um this beast is guarding it. For right. whatever reason. But then Aang, like, I don't know how he gets it, but he gets the fact that the beast is Yeah, it, it just, like, it, He's it's like, just, Wait like, a, minute. a ding. I, I think that, I don't know why he, how he got that idea, though. <laughs> I think that in a 20-minute episode, they just had to have, like, the third challenge be something quick, but they couldn't figure the out a way. The second challenge. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. The second challenge be something quick, and they couldn't exactly think of a way to, for him to And logically... they had that design sitting in their desk about a Flopsy, and they really wanted to use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just, like, it just dinged in his head that it was flopsy it didn't really do a good job of showing him that yeah it was. but still like he shows him thinking outside the box and then the third challenge <laughs> well this one ang decides like okay yeah i'm gonna think outside the box yeah he and tries so, so the challenge is that um he has to do a duel and he has to pick his challenger and he's given the option of this scary bald guy with an axe and then this big huge hulking guy with like i don't know a like a what are those medieval like swing i don't know just scary <laughs> scary looking guys i thought the axe was with the big bald guy oh so who was what was the small i guy? think the small guy had like a scimitar or something oh okay like a sword and so he in he tries to like learn by the lesson and he tries to think outside the box so he's like oh well so anyone i point to is my is i can duel and he's like yeah shoot wisely <laughs> And he picks Boomy, thinking he's clever. Like, no way is this old-ass <laughs> man with his hunchback and his purple robes going to beat me. Nah. And then Boomy literally breaks his fucking backs to stand up <laughs> straight. And, like, it's a full, like, Hulk moment. Like, he, can, like, he can, like, earth bend his own bones to, like, <laughs> get back in the right position. And he's buff. <laughs> so buff. He's so unnecessarily buff. 
<laughs> and um, yeah, it does not go well for Ank. And you know, like you said earlier, <laughs> uh, Boomy really uses this moment to as the teaching moment. Yeah, this is him. this is the moment where Boomy decides to really I don't know. Nobody had ever at this point taunted Ang during a fight. And it was kind of, it pointed out, because we had talked about in the first episode of this podcast how Aang was all about evasion, Mm -hmm. and that was really... um, Airbending in general. Airbending in general is about evasion because it stems from uh, Bagua Zhang. Mm -hmm. And so since that's what it's about, of course, Aang is just going to keep doing that. He's going to you know stick to what he's comfortable with. He's fighting his elemental adversary. So... This is probably a what his probably his toughest fight. Yeah, yeah. I think as I as I started to think about it, you made that assertion earlier. Mm-hmm. I think that's true because because of the fact that he's fighting his opposite. Yeah. And and Boomy really does by, you know, pointing out the fact that he's doing all of the evading and everything. He points out Aang's flaw as an airbending avatar. Mm-hmm. You know, and we see this time and time again. Aang is raised like on the concept of that you have to keep the peace as much as possible you have to avoid yeah. violence as much as possible the air, i mean the, so much so he's a vegetarian yeah the air nomads <laughs> are very they 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 want to remain peaceful as much as they can they fight when they have to but they try to evade they try not to put yeah, others not in an harm's army. way there's yeah. not an air nomad an army yeah and so but as ang will learn as the avatar he can't always do that he has to yeah. you know he has to make hard choices and i mean that's literally he has to fight hard that's literally the like series finale whole yeah conundrum and you know? and boomy sees this and knows that ang has to learn this lesson right away and yeah. i think that's the main lesson from not just like learning to think outside the box but like don't rely on you, you know your airbending roots only you have to start thinking like an avatar and not just an airbender and we see that a lot when he you know meets the guru and he learns about his chakras Mm -hmm. there's so many different contradictions so many old men that point in the (laughs) direction but there's so many contradictions that he has to face um with avatar ways and his airbending ways which i feel like a lot of avatars don't have to deal with that because airbending is such a like it's such its own culture i mean Hmm. i don't know much about like how the earth bending you know um avatars the water bending avatars the fire bending avatars have to coincide with this i mean i guess you know roku had to deal with it a lot because uh he had to kind of go against his nation yeah towards the end there yeah but um you know ang and airbending avatars specifically just have this like this personal struggle so i think that's really cool that we see that so early on because that's such a big part of ang's struggles throughout the rest of the show right him uh struggling to kind of sacrifice his identity Mm -hmm. his his beliefs uh, his beliefs and ideologies for the betterment of his friends the Mm -hmm. world you know what what have you yeah he, he just struggles with that immensely so it is really cool seeing that with Boomy um, and how just silly of a character overall. Yeah, <laughs> but but it really does have that heartwarming moment, you know. Yeah, at the end when when Boomy <laughs> when Boomy does uh, when when the fight concludes and um, Boomy declares Aang victorious, which I don't think Aang won. I think Boomy kind of 
gave him that fight because Boomy was carrying a rock over his head ready to squish him. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Boomy says, okay, one last thing. You just have to guess my name and we're all good. And then we get the third <laughs> um, coughing gag. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. When they're trying to guess and Sokka's just like, um, he's an earthbender, right? So um, maybe Rocky? <laughs> it happened well it happened so quick too yeah. it was like rocky <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so good it gets me every time anyways ang realizes that the commonality between all the tasks was he had to think like he normally wouldn't mm-hmm. and he realizes it that it's boomy and yeah. they get this such this, this such heartwarming reunion and it's so touching because like i said at the beginning of the episode it was kind of setting us up to be brokenhearted again when with ang reminiscing on an old friend right. who's probably dead yeah <laughs> and you know and he well, he's he's thinking about his old friend like kind of like gyatso and that episode we saw gyatso's skeleton but then this episode we see boomy alive trying to help him uh, still to this yeah, day and that's what i was getting kind of into when i was saying like this is a filler comedic episode because the last two episodes the well the third episode was um genocide yeah just <laughs> dealing with that and then the, the last episode you know ang had to deal with a, a village being destroyed because of his vanity yeah, yeah. <laughs> which like <laughs> that's a, that's themes. yeah a very very harsh theme for ang so ang needed a break he needed a just but this get one was nice old like friend. my old friend teaches me a valuable life lesson and we all have fun at the end of the day yeah. <laughs> can we please talk about earthbending in general but boomy's style of earthbending because well at this point we haven't seen earthbending yet yeah this is the first earthbender we see so from the get-go i think it's kind of a misrepresentation of what earthbending actually is because i think boomy is such a unique fighter he really is and you know the creators talk a a lot about when we when we meet toph and how unique her earthbending is but they don't really like we don't really um talk about boomy and his earthbending uh it's very unique i think his arms are very like in a unique position when he earthbends yeah and he has very long arms that super he long like arms uses. but you can see it's it's still rooted in hungar like he is mm-hmm. grounded he's in a like a really plie, a plie position grounded really with his feet stance. you literally see him use his feet when he's like bending right like with the sand and everything it's it's really cool uh, my favorite, I mean, this week, we're going to get into favorite bending moments, but he literally uses a piece of earth as a surfboard and creates an, <laughs> a, an, a dirt wave. He's just, and <laughs> but he's on that like earth board for yeah. like half the fight. It's, <laughs> it's just like, he, he's a, I mean, there's a reason why he's probably still alive. Like this well, guy's like no joke. The he's next a bending epi- master. The next episode we see him, he's literally earth bending with just his head. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if there's any earth bending master that's well, not Well, not talk, the next episode we see him. That's way at the end. No, 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 no. That's in season two when we see we Azula. See, okay. For yeah, the yeah, first yeah. Azula episode. But when Listen. we see his breakout, his mass breakout, that's at the end. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, (laughs) so that fight was a really cool, like, first introduction to Earth. That was, yeah. Because next episode, not gonna lie, not one of my favorites. What's next episode? Haru and Uh, his... Oh, yeah. I'm not not bashing Haru. Poor kid, you know, whatever. (laughs) But... I feel like the earthbending isn't as cool in that episode because they're all trying to, like... learning. All right, we'll get into that, but... 
it's the it's imprisonment or something imprisoned that's yeah i i know i remember the episode it's the george takei one yes <laughs> the george takei episode <laughs> that's what it's called yes it's all about george takei um <laughs> uh, but yeah but it's a it was a really good introduction to earthbending <clears throat> so what what do you think your favorite earthbending moment was or sorry just bending moment um so i did mention the surfboard i thought that was cool ang literally created a tornado i think that was pretty cool, that is cool. <laughs> we've never seen that before what was yours my favorite earth bending moment had... earth bending or just bending? It, it's an earth bending moment um it's when boomy is uh he's creating like stalagmites or whatever from the ground mm. um and he's doing this weird like step move mm. and he's like m- twisting his body and it's just like there's no other earthbending move I have ever seen anyone do other than in this one episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why that, that's like one of the moves I always think about as far as like how unique Boomy's style and technique is mm-hmm. to, to fighting um, because there's nobody that just moves like him. Yeah. You know, he yeah, he's a really like hulking kind of figure in his in yeah bending yeah but at the same he's quick he's yeah. super quick he's so fast yeah that was a good one um uh, i have um some fun facts wait before we do the fun facts didn't you want to bring on our special <sighs> guest <laughs> <laughs> so uh rocky relationship has his first ever guest speaker subject, speaker <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> So, um, without... We should just get them right in. Without further ado, Boomy, let's hear it. Let's hear it, Boomy. Boomy, how does it feel being our cat and being named after the one and only King Boomy of Omashu? (laughs) Really, Boomy? I I, I never knew you felt that way. (laughs) Yeah, Boomy, did you like this episode? Really? Wow. <laughs> Boomy likes it. <laughs> Who's better at earthbending, Toph or Boomy? Wow. wow. That was that was a hot take. We're going to have to wait and see what Toph says about that <laughs> <laughs> when she when we get to her interview. Oh yeah. It's going to be a while. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what's what's next? You're, you Fun got some, facts. You got some facts. <laughs> Get out of here, Boomy. <laughs> um, time to feed them. <laughs> um, okay. So, Cabbage Man wasn't supposed to be a reoccurring character, but he wasn't just, supposed. They to just be. loved the gag. I think I I think I heard that somewhere. Yeah. They were just like it was supposed to be one and done. I mean, you can see it. They, he had like three moments in this one episode. Oh yeah, they loved him. Yeah. So, and How then many they other realized. Moments? so like many more four, five six yeah. more and then a whole cameo in uh quora yeah so <laughs> love beloved character so i'm glad they decided to go with him <laughs> um and uh boomy is fitting for king boomy because it actually means earth in malay indonesian and several indian languages oh cool yeah boomy they do a lot of that like uh the, the meanings are really cute um i think momo means peach Okay, in in what language do you think? Do you know? Yeah, it's peach in Japanese. Cool. Mm-hmm. How cute. Yeah, Avatar uses like um like we mentioned, it's a lot of different uh Asian influences. So mm. you're not just gonna see like Japanese names or Chinese names. Uh, you're gonna see Indian. Yeah, and all used together in the same 
earth nation like you know the earth nation just isn't one culture it's made up of a lot of different cultural influences yeah pretty cool um i think that's it because i already gave my hot take about um the foaming mouth guy and suki's relationship apparently <laughs> oh we, uh, we talked about our, our theories on who Kaufman is and what what his origins are oh we know we didn't talk about his well i, I oh yeah i yeah, did yeah, bring up did. the inside yeah, joke yeah, that's true that's true um well so they mentioned oppa weighs 10 tons that's twenty thousand pounds oppa so fun such a big boy yeah he's a big boy they don't he doesn't look that big in the animation like i i want to see what a real life size oppa is i mean you saw it in the last airbender by m not m night Shyamalan. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) does that count we can't keep talking about m night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. say it right how do you say Shyamalan. Shyamalan. sorry um (laughs) but we can't talk about him (laughs) that doesn't exist in this podcast that that movie except for the last two episodes we talked about him we have to stop (laughs) (laughs) yeah so do you have any favorite ang faces uh you know there wasn't as many i liked when um boomy revealed himself as buff and ripped and ang was like (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember that ang face i liked in the fight when um boomy sent a big boulder and ang dodged it but he like revolved around the boulder just the camera angle of his face and he was like upside down was so perfect yeah i thought it was a cool moment um this was i was gonna mention this i think like just in general this episode was like the first episode where the um the creators and the animators and the writers had like a lot of fun yeah because i I can see that yeah yeah, with the with all the dumb puns Mm -hmm. from boomy and uh the the dumb gags the coughing gag and then they had that moment when um, they were in the in the shoots. They're they're in the mail system, the gang, mm-hmm. and they had like that freeze frame when they yeah. crashed into something. <laughs> yeah, it was like out of nowhere. No, it <laughs> was like... it was the the soldier. All right, men, when you get sent out to war, you have to be ready for the unexpected. And then <laughs> freeze frame of Aang, <laughs> like, like crashing into their yeah. basic training or whatever. No, it was definitely. I think it definitely was the first time the show since setting up all of the major plot points was able to spread its legs and be a kid show right yeah Yeah. that's a good way of putting it um spreading its legs because this whole point they've been setting up the the basic story the basic world building yeah and they're still doing it but yeah well i wouldn't say world building i'm just saying like we have a boy who came out of the iceberg who is over 100 years old Mm -hmm. and uh he's on his this journey with his friends and uh he has to learn waterbending and you know I will say this he is also realize. like the most angry we've ever seen Ang. Angry. <laughs> <laughs> like he was really like mad a lot of this episode. Yeah, he was really uh frustrated that yeah. he had to keep on doing these challenges. He it it cemented their bond much more, him right. and Katara and Sokka. Like he was, you know, desperately trying to save them. He was really worried about that creeping crystal creeping up on them. <laughs> um so yeah it was it was still like development you know we still got to see their relationship yeah. harden we still got to see ang develop more as a confident like avatar with his mm-hmm. you know his frustration his anger in the, of the situation yeah you know not just his nonchalantness or his sadness about what's going on mm-hmm. which is what we've seen before so i think i you know even though it was like uh, a more fun episode uh it's still like every avatar episode does its job of building those characters yeah building the relationships Mm -hmm. yeah 
So, um, yeah, once again, follow our cats on Instagram, please. <laughs> Before you follow our cats, follow us on Instagram at Rocky Relationship. And on TikTok, Rocky Relationship Pod. Yeah, and uh, sorry for being a day late. Just yeah. Sorry, uh, we had some It was a long come. weekend, Valentine's Day, President's Day. Um, we had some family come up. But uh, we're excited to talk about this episode, and we're excited for next... Well, I'm not. I Spoiler I don't like next week's episode. I'm I'm not gonna hide it. Um, I, like, I I like the Takei episode. All right. Well, you know, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> as of right now, without rewatching it, not a fan. <laughs> but I'll let you know if that changes. Anyway, go um follow us on Spotify. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We are also uploading on Google Podcasts. So if you have an Android, yep. finally, mm-hmm. we're just finally right in your uh, <laughs> right in your device. Yeah. No excuses. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.